0: Do you guys did you guys watch this? Do you guys know anything about what happened at the Emmys?
1: Um I saw some uh you know people posting about outfits. Um And you're I not think... confusing that with the Met Gala, right?
0: Which Oh, my, oh my god, yes. Okay, very good. Yeah, okay. I'm I mean so people wear outfits outplayed. to the Emmys as well. But, <laughs> but um... The Met Gala is surely what you're thinking of. Absolutely. like tennis. The one with AOC and like the, the thing on her, like on the back oh, of yeah, the dress. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah you're definitely thinking of the Met Gala. Very good. Yeah, AOC okay, so had excellent. a great dress at the Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <great. laughs> to be
2: fair, I don't, I don't know shit about the Emmys. I, I didn't know shit about it.
1: Welcome back, podcast listeners. For episode number fifteen of Not to Be Technical, our seventeenth recorded episode, we've got yeah. the whole crew back in the mix. It's your boy Nasty Knopf. then we got Gary, and of course Charlie. And uh, if you're new to the show, then the general lineup here is we're gonna go over some trending tech topics, and then dive into some you know meaty news on the latest update for iOS 15 that came out to uh the latest iphones and uh, ipads the office
0: uh it's great to be back here on our 17th recorded episode you know i I think one of the things i'm most excited for on this episode finding out how the hell are you
1: you know charlie you ask me this every week but i think today you know how i feel you know i am starting this week off terribly i'm having a bad week i'm moody as hell but you know One of the things I actually (laughs) like about the podcast here, and and I'm kind of just calling that out on purpose, is because, like, you know, we kind of have a schedule of doing this thing, and we do this on Tuesdays, and it's kind of like my reset button. Like, it's almost like if I'm having a crappy week, we're going to do this thing, and, like, at least after this, I'm going to make sure it continues to go strong. But one thing that was quite a surprise for me this week that I absolutely did not expect is I got a check in the mail for $640. From a class action lawsuit from Robin Hood uh, that apparently occurred sometime in 2016 through 2019, I'm not even entirely sure what it was for, but I got money from it.
2: Interesting. I should, I should check my mail. I, I check my mail like probably once a month, but I made a Robinhood really? account. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gary, really that's shocking. You,
0: su- you definitely yeah. strike me yeah. as someone that checks their mail at, at least once a week. I'm very
2: on top of my email. I'm one of the one of those people who needs to have like zero unread messages at all times in my uh, work yeah, email cool. and my person email. Let's but go. when it comes to my physical mailbox, I'm very behind on that. It's probably every I average, like every three weeks that I'll check it. Interesting. Um, yeah. I don't really pay bills like, you know, physically or anything like I, I do everything. Well, that's online, insane. So Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, no, if, I know if people you're paying who still bills that, I mean, like with a check. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I have one friend who's around our age that he still pays like all his credit card bills over the phone. Oh, like no, he like god. he calls them up and like <laughs> like and he's he gives them like I don't know the I don't know what he does he's authorized he's asking well how much is like the minimum and stuff like this I, I remember I was meeting what? up and we were gonna go do something he's like like hold on I gotta call my credit card company. that's crazy I was like why that's is crazy. everything okay did someone steal your card he's like oh no I'm just paying my bill I'm like my man like I know you could download this app like what are you doing here
1: oh my god I don't even
2: I don't even like talking to people to like order food anymore like when I go grab oh, no. Chipotle I'll just do it on the app you know, and pick it up. Like if I can avoid human interaction at any turn, I will do so. I'm with you. You know, when it
1: comes to ordering food, I had quite the interaction at Popeye's recently. Um, it was the... <laughs> I was saw a picture of you at Popeyes. Popeye's. You look pretty happy. Uh, it was the best experience I've had at like a dining... Ex- had, you the,
2: in a while. had you gotten the chicken sandwich before when there was all the hype around it? I didn't actually, I didn't. So is so that was why you went?
1: Um, not really. It was actually because we got to Whole Foods kind of late, and like they had just pulled away all the pizza and food, and then I was (laughs) like, "Okay, well, there's a Popeyes also in the same (laughs) plaza."
0: So, so Gary, this is—I'm sorry to cut you off here, Dobbs, but I think we need to take a giant step back for the listeners here because this is actually related to the check that you received yesterday. Here's how I recall everything that happened. I'm working out in Office's house last night. He has a little gym built in his house. His sister also happened to pass the bar exam, found out yesterday, which is great news for her. Wow, congratulations. congratulations. Awesome news. We're working out. You know, we're, I tell her congratulations. She says she wants to have a pizza party uh, later to get some pizza to celebrate, right? I'm like, you know, I wasn't sure if I'm involved in this pizza party or not. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should stay for pizza. Like, I don't know if there'll be enough pizza or whatever. Uh, I shoot her, I shoot the sister over a little text like, hey, can I join the pizza party, please? Uh, and I continue working out with Noffice. Uh we also open up this envelope uh, that came from Robin Hood and we waited through it and we're like, holy shit, you just got six hundred and forty-one dollars. That's great. Uh, you know, we saw the time range. I was like, I didn't get one. I wasn't on Robin Hood then. So we're feeling good. We're getting a good workout in, lots to celebrate about. There may be a pizza party in our future. Anyways, uh, I find out from the sister, she's stressed. She's mad stressed because she only ordered a 12-inch pizza. <laughs> She then heard that I wanted to join this pizza party. I was like, please don't stress. It's okay. I didn't think about the 12-inch aspect of it.
1: Yeah, when we walked out of the the, the garage where we were working out and I saw the pizza, I immediately knew, one, not enough food. And, Gary, I want you to know that this happens quite often, actually, um, because I live with two women. Uh, Both are like 100 pounds-ish. So when they order food, they don't really order that much food. It's very like small portions. And I tend to be like, oh, great. I'm just going to, you know, get some more food over here on the side. So the moment me and Charlie come out, there's this tiny 12-inch pizza that's already like half eaten um, and immediately just like, oh, we're going to go grab some food on the side. That's
2: basically a 12-inch pizza is pretty much a personal pizza, right? I mean, I I guess like a a standard personal is maybe 10-inch, but like a 12-inch, Easily one person can down that.
0: I I have it in good faith that Blaze Pizza, personal pizzas, which is their thing, are 11 inches. So it's right in that ballpark. I think you meant to say
2: on good authority, uh, but yes, I understand um, what you're getting.
0: Good authority, faith, uh, good whatever. I'm pretty confident that 11 inches is the standard. I will say, going (laughs)
2: back to the class action, I'm pretty shocked. I don't know how much, if it it mattered, how much money you were dealing with on Robin Hood. Or whatever, but that is quite the settlement for a class action lawsuit. I know it, dude, it is. I have no idea what it was for. This reminded me of the class action lawsuit that I had received a small settlement from, which was the one involving Epic Games. I they also had, so did Epic Games oh, is the company that owns Fortnite and Rocket League, which are two like pretty popular video games for those who don't know. And I guess the loot boxes that they were selling they were deemed to be like gambling, essentially. I think that was what it had I mean, to do with yeah, it. that was it yeah so if you if you played the game or if you bought a box from like such and such date to whatever, they gave you like ten dollars worth of like virtual currency to spend on their store. It wasn't even like a check or cash. it was just like virtual currency, like here you go in the game, so if you don't play it anymore, you're kind of out of luck, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember being extremely disappointed when I signed up for that class action lawsuit and saw the <laughs> results of it. <laughs> I'm not I don't play Fortnite. Like I barely play Rocket League. Like I mean it's yeah, that was very disappointing. But going back to like lawsuits and stuff, like I feel like any class action lawsuit I've been a part of, which I when I get those emails, I sign up immediately. And, and the office is a great example You're of just why offering you should. All your, yeah. all your
2: information out here.
0: I do research first to clarify. I don't just click the link in the email and like, oh, no, hey, yeah, getting like, here's, out here. Come on, here's yeah, my social see. security. And, like, yeah, this was my address when this happened. There was no, one that I that. Put, I
2: think I put my, the last four of my social in at one point. It might have been um, like Target Ooh. or. There was like a – oh, no, it was – I know what it was. It was Experian or one of like the credit companies or something like that. There was like a big one that everyone was I did that too.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: everyone was signing up for because they thought they were going to get a bunch of money. And then like I don't think anything (laughs) ever happened. Like I gave them the last four of my social. I never saw the end of it. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, that's because they had that huge data leak of like everyone's socials and –
2: Right. All that. Yeah, but nothing came of
0: it. But going back to – which was actually last night – so, uh, you know, we said, okay, you know, we'll go get more food to celebrate. You passed the bar. It's okay. You didn't get a, enough pizza. Don't worry about it. She uh, wanted Whole Foods pizza and tres leches, right? A perfect combo. Sounds great. So, so we go over to Whole Foods. We didn't realize we were getting there. 50. I hate
1: tres leches. Tres I'm leches is fine. Oh, come on. It's,
0: it's, it's okay. It's just too
1: wet for me. I don't know. it's just be weird weird texture,
0: too too wet, too weird for you. Yeah,
1: it's too weird. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Not in like key lime oh. pie. Uh stay away. What? Yeah. Wait. Wait so, lime what would be
2: what would be your dessert of choice then? Uh cheesecake all
1: day. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. That, choice. that
0: the consistency of cheesecake is quite similar to key lime pie.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, he's got the you there. there. It's the taste on key lime.
0: Well, well, fair enough. I'm it's with it's you. The I'm the not
1: crazy it. about key lime. It, I do like tres leches though. And, and there the 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 is this where anonymous listener number two, who was on the podcast, had made these, like, I- I'm going to say supposedly delicious key lime pie, like, supposedly, pie or <laughs> and uh, I was like, Allegedly. you know, I have to try one of these. And then I immediately was like, oh, no, this is not good.
2: And, you uh, shouldn't I try key lime. The trash. And then <laughs> I was so like, it. what the hell?
1: I would have eaten that.
2: Have you seen key lime Kit Kats? Because they are pretty damn good. Oh, and I'm not I've even seen, a fan of key lime pie.
0: I've seen that on social media. People like those. I haven't they had actually. one, but they I look—they look love that to too. One. They're like
2: lime green. They're actually yeah. lime green. They're pretty good. Anyway.
0: So we get to Whole Foods. We're like, yeah, we're going to celebrate. We're going to get this pizza just like she wants. She passed the bar. You know, you already know what it is. You walk in there confidently. We're going to the hot food area. We know they got pizza, uh, but they're closing in 15 minutes. And they literally just took the hot food away. Like right as we were walking up and there was no pizza to be had. So a little bummed out there, but then we get the Tres Leches. We pick out the finest Tres Leches we can find. We bought a, bought a pound of Tres Leches in this nice little container. Uh, this one had a little caramel drizzled on top. looked really nice. You know, we get that, and we're like, we still need some food. So, Nafis, uh, the next place we went, which was in the same plaza, you were quite excited about.
1: Yes. Um, so I wanted to actually double back. Uh, we actually picked out the Tres Leches before the hot food. And uh, to note, we actually spent quite a bit of time picking out which tress letches we were going to get because we kept looking at each one, and we're like, "Which one's drizzling looks the best?" And like, you know, we're yes. looking at the hedges. Honestly, if we didn't do that, we might have caught the hot food. Just no, that we wouldn't have
0: caught the, the hot food. It, 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 I we took like, a maximum of a minute doing that, dude. Like it probably <laughs> felt longer in our heads, but we were not there longer than sixty seconds, dude. I can
2: totally see Nafis, like overthinking the hell out of a dessert choice. Like this is hey, very you, on brand. You this was know what, actually spearheaded
0: by Charlie. I, I was just about to take the blame there. I wanted to make sure we got the nice. Oh, one. I, I guess yes. I'm wrong then. Okay, I did, yep. did. I did. <laughs> I, all right. So anyways, uh, yes. So this was before the hot food fiasco. We leave. There's a Popeyes in the plaza. Uh not just any Popeyes, no drive-through here. It kind of looks like where you would have like uh just a standard store. Like it doesn't look like a fast food area. Right? If you were, in, if
2: you were in Costa Rica, it would be referred to as Popeyes.
0: That's right. Really? Uh, is that, how is do that you pronounce a- yeah, and how do you pronounce KFC in Costa Rica? Remember we were taught this? Kafsa. Kof, Kafsi. Kofsa, yeah. <laughs> <Kofsi.
1: laughs>
0: yes. But, uh, so, but yeah, an office. This, this Popeye's was
1: next level. So we see the Popeye's. Uh, first, Charlie looks it up on his phone, uh, which is very confusing on Google because it says um, the drive through is closed, which you can't really even see a drive-thru. Um, but we actually find out it's still open. Wonderful news. We go over there. Honestly, it's like barely a storefront. There's not much in the front section of it. But then there's two like these big tablets. You click a couple buttons. You hit the checkout. They print your receipt. And then you just wait there for a little bit and you just see these people are cranking out chicken, fries, everything.
0: At an insane volume. Like there's, But there's no one in there. There's just chicken flying everywhere on these things, like fried chicken, <laughs> fries, boxes, drinks. Did they so, have a
2: glitch where it was free on DoorDash? Maybe like checkers?
0: No, no, not one of those. I would have taken advantage. No, this is, this right is a yeah.
1: finely run establishment. I've got yes. to say, I don't know what it was about that place, but the energy was on point. I left there with a smile on my face. It was wonderful.
0: Yeah, they had huge touchscreens. That's the only way you can order. Everything was done immediately quick. Wow. Um, it was, uh, everything was just enjoyable. The people there were so nice. Or, or what was it? Oh, so I, I think what I kind of concluded is these are one of these places that are kind of one of these new hybrid models where, yes, you can go in there and get food. You can't eat in there. There's no tables. Uh, there's no drive through But it's really made to be almost a ghost kitchen, although in this case, ghost doesn't really apply. It's just a more of a virtual kitchen that's probably meant more for delivery like DoorDash, yeah, so Uber Eats, et cetera, but you could still go there and pick it up. Uh, so we, you know, us being as nerdy as we are, we loved the whole experience. We were so pleased. I think I just had huge smiles on our faces as we left. Who would have ever guessed? Like if you told me that morning tonight you're going to go to Popeye's and be so excited and happy and just pleased and just <laughs> love everything about the experience. I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? But that's exactly what happened. Bought a family meal. uh, Celebrate the bar. What every lawyer loves to do is to celebrate. uh, Some Tress Leches to follow. Eat Popeyes
1: with the family. That's right. We
0: bring that stuff back over. Uh, Knopfis and his sister are trying the sandwich for the first time. A little bit late from the craze. It's okay. They loved it. Still Uh, delicious.
1: Better than Chick-fil-A.
0: I feel like you guys are probably the first people in history
2: to combine Popeyes with basically the highest end Tres Leches at Whole Foods.
1: Um, I want you to know also that the Tres Leches was almost as much as the entire family meal itself. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) surprised by that. Wait,
2: so so did you guys... End up trying. Did, did you get the chicken sandwich, the famous chicken sandwich, or that wasn't part of the family? Meal? So
0: I've already tried it and I also think that it is extremely good and I do prefer it over Chick fil A.
2: Wow. Okay. Quite I do. a statement. How about um, you, Nofis? Did you get to try um, it this time?
1: Yes, likewise. Uh, and, and we got four of them, by the way, uh, as a part of this family. Nice. Meal. Um, yes. Too spicy, spicy, too normal. Nice. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, surprise yeah. I was actually quite surprised that the spicy was actually a bit spicy. Um, you know, usually it's not the case for me when I have like spicy chicken sandwiches, but this I was like, oh wow, this this is a kick. That um, is a one kick thing i say
2: about the chick I would I would go Chick-fil-A uh by by a nose, but especially on the spicy, I like how it's in the breading, like the the cayenne yes. or whatever it is they use is in the breading. It's not just like a spicy sauce they give you.
0: You're talking about Popeye's.
2: No, I think Popeye's just gives you like the spicy sauce. That's the only difference between no, the that's regular. Not, no, no Am not I wrong? No, I mean, no,
0: no, it's in the breading. You're wrong. Wow, you okay. Wrong,
2: yeah. I remember when I got it when the hype was like starting up for this Popeye's sandwich. And I'm pretty sure they just gave, it was just like two sandwiches and like the spicy one, they gave me some sauce with it.
0: No, yeah, you got fooled okay, there. Okay, I must um, be, I you must be mistaken. Or I went to a bad Damn. Popeye's. I guess yeah, maybe you did. What I will have, you know, is we loved it. Uh, Novice's sister uh, did not love the Tres Leches at all. And it's because of a choice I made, which is I thought that the caramel on top <laughs> would be a wonderful addition to Tres Leches. It looked beautiful. <laughs> I-, I made this decision. She apparently hates caramel. I, I, I've never heard of Shouldn't such a that person. That have been discussed before. You guys. <laughs> uh, picked I think Trace it's a combination
1: of tres leches and caramel. You know, maybe not caramel on its own, but
0: whatever. I, did she even you know, try it?
1: I don't. I don't even know. I don't think so. But at that, least for that's me, that's terrible. I don't even like tres leches. So I can Hate too hard.
2: That's too bad. Well, at least Popeyes saved the day.
0: Popeyes did save the day. Um, I, I think it's a worthy uh, meal Base. for a celebration of this sort, but. I do want to recap a couple of things other than just last night in Popeye's and your sister passing the bar. Uh, so a lot of stuff's been going on with Apple in recent uh, weeks. So you, we had the recent Apple event where they announced new devices. Those new devices are starting to be out in the wild and available now, which is great. iOS 15, which was literally just pushed out yesterday. So that is very exciting. But uh, we want to go over some of those features a little bit later But we did have a poll on our podcast uh, Instagram page just earlier this week. We said, are you going to buy a new Apple device that was announced? And 55% of people voted yes, that they are going to buy a new one. 45% said no. And so the new devices, just to recap, are all the new iPhone 13s. Uh, We also have the Watch uh, Series 7, the new iPad, and the new iPad Mini. So between all of those, it was a very, actually a lot of people engaged with this poll. It was probably one of our highest engaged polls yet, which was cool to see. It was pretty close within 10 percentage points. Uh, But are you guys surprised that we had a little bit more saying yes, that it was this close?
1: Honestly, it it sort of matches up with what my expectations would be. Um, Essentially, a lot of the updates were pretty iterative. The one that had the probably biggest updates uh, was the iPad mini itself. Um, That Mm -hmm. line kind of really you know made some big changes but honestly i don't think there's that many people who have an ipad mini so i can see that's why people wouldn't get that the ipad itself the standard one i can see a lot of people getting that though um yeah you know, maybe we don't know them but like that's just a it's probably the best entry-level tablet on the market i just don't think there's really a comparison for what you can get for that value iphones i think it's really honestly for most people if they're ready for like in like a refresh cycle so for myself yeah. I found out that I can trade my phone in for a ton of money that I just didn't think was going to be the case. And uh, it almost feels dumb for me not to trade up at this point.
0: Yeah. And that's something within our friend group. Uh, I know quite a few of us went to the Apple store, or whatever your service carrier is, just to see what it would be like or called or, or checked in on it. They're giving a really high amount of trade in value, like you said, like way more than I would expect. So it really is, in some cases, just a no brainer to just upgrade, get the new phone. Uh, so I would recommend checking that if you haven't. Um, you may be surprised if what your trade-in value will be directly through Apple or your carrier.
1: Yeah, and you know, to, for me to add to that, like I have an iPhone 10. The phone is honestly working pretty, pretty damn well. I'm quite happy with this phone, especially like out of all the phones I've bought. Uh, but it's really the battery life that is starting to drain out. I just don't have as much capacity as I used to, and I have fast chargers. And I find myself charging my phone multiple times a day, trying to really keep it alive. And that's just starting to get annoying. That's the only reason why yeah. I'm actually upgrading. And they're giving me $800 for it. So I feel like that's for a, a while. Wow. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah.
1: yeah, for I a my, yeah, yeah and it was $1,000 $1, when it came out. So I'm like, okay, I've had this for since like 2017, December. It just makes sense.
2: That's crazy. I can't believe yeah. they're giving you that much money yeah, for Yeah, that's it. why
1: I really I,
0: encourage everyone to that's, go That's to go like check Tesla it out. giving
2: uh, Charlie so much for his Honda Civic or whatever he had before.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of worked yeah. Tesla <laughs> a little bit there uh, without any work at all. They just gave me the Did money, they, like 5K more than everyone else was giving me. So
2: question, because I have the – the, for the watch, um, that was the one we didn't touch on there. I have the three. Do they also mm-hmm. do like trade-ins for the watches as well? I'm not positive.
1: You know, that's hard to say. And the three is kind of like one of the older it's ones. So like, far behind. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to give you a great value there. Um, I think you're better off just getting, getting Charlie's, Charlie's. hand me down. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So my hand-me downs are probably uh, you know, the best you could uh value you can get. I'm just continuing to try to sell you on that. <laughs> but I but just I did confirm it. Uh you can get a trade-in from Apple uh, for watches, but the value is not going to be there. Like Knopf has just said, I see for the Apple watch series three, you can get up to $70 from Apple. Uh, if you're to trade it in, I think you could do better if you were to sell that on the open market. Okay. All right. That's yeah. good to know then. I and by open market, I just mean like literally anywhere up. in the world, like <laughs> offer up like Craigslist, uh,
2: your friends, your family. I don't like dealing with, with Craigslist. I'm, I, Craigslist creeps me out.
0: I yeah, I kind of lumped that in there. It's just like a generic thing. Like, yeah. like, like well, there's nothing good going on on Craigslist anymore. I mean, let's that, be real. Was there ever,
1: you know, casual encounters? Um, <laughs> <laughs> R for R oh, or whatever. Can we talk <laughs> about missed...
0: R for R? That's ready. <laughs> literally <laughs> missed
1: connections before. Oh, I thought that
2: was. Those... Guess um, it, was it was it here that we talked about that? I can't remember. I, I know. We, I don't
0: think we've talked. Have we talked? I'm pretty sure I we talked like about. I, it I don't again.
2: know if on the podcast or not. If
0: anyone doesn't know what that is, that is a. <laughs> is that still around? It's like this weird area of Craigslist where you're like, hey, like you know, I saw like I saw you in the Publix like by my house and like we made eye contact and you know I I know that there was a connection like. You know, I was wearing a green shirt with a turtle on it, and uh, you were wearing sunglasses and <laughs> a blue dress. Like, we you know, have to find to a to story to where
1: this has happened. Yeah, like where somebody's met someone and this worked. It's out happened, because.
0: I'm sure. I, I don't know Craigslist these days. I don't think anything good's going on there. Like, like imagine the probability of someone like. Feeling like they had a connection with someone, but they didn't talk like in a public setting. And they both are weird enough to go to Craigslist mis- and <laughs> <laughs> misconnections <laughs> mis- and do like, there's not a chance in hell.
2: I'm sure it's happened at some point. I mean, it I'm has sure, to have yeah. happened at some point.
0: But these days, like, I don't know. Like, these days, like, I, I can't imagine it. Novice yeah. is like silent here because he's like, I've had it happen.
1: <laughs> I found love. I got up with someone. I got catfish. You
2: found found love in a hopeless place. (laughs) You know, that was just a song lyric, I think, right? Isn't it?
1: It was, yeah. You found love in a hopeless place. We found love in a hopeless place. I
2: wasn't sure. I was pretty sure.
0: Yeah. So, Gary, I will get back to you on the watch. I I might sell you a Series 6. It's in great condition, just like the last watch I sold you. Uh, But I do think there's actually some interesting data that came out from Apple recently. So, Last quarter they've had so Apple is doing phenomenal when it comes to sales, like overall. Like Apple is really killing it right now. They had sixty-four billion dollars in revenue last quarter, uh, which is insane. Uh about just under forty billion came from the iPhone brand. But between you know their wearables being like the watch, uh MacBook line or, or Mac it like uh you know the, the bigger computers, the desktops, uh, or iPads, what would you say you think? Like, if you had to guess, like, Gary, in office, what would be, like, the next in terms of the most revenue generated by sales? I'm going to go with the Macs. Gary, what do you think? After iPhones, like, watches, iPad, or, like, uh, Macs, like, what, what do you think would, would generate the most revenue after an iPhone? I would guess the
2: watches, actually. I I feel like I see them around more often now.
0: You're right, Gary. Wearables have $8.8 billion in revenue this past quarter. The Mac line, that's crazy. 8.2, And then Oof. iPads are trailing behind with just $7.4 billion. So, I mean, it's they're all killing it. Honestly, course, that's I, pretty
1: nuts. Like being pretty, they're all really close margins.
0: They have so many people within their ecosystem. They're continuing to, to grow it. That's why iOS 15 is probably the bigger thing that's occurred here, other than these hardware refreshes for most people, because it really is innovating a lot of the software on these devices that so many people have bought, even just recently, past quarter with the revenue that we've shown there. So, But there's so many people that are continuing to get in the ecosystem and involved with in it so
1: i'm not surprised at wearables being you know a little bit above the mac but honestly like i i feel like the mac should have more revenue there but i guess there's just more people who are gonna buy an apple watch i suppose the population there is just gonna pick up but that's just so many apple watches then sold
2: how much do the Macs cost at this point now i mean i I bought like a macbook air years ago and it was like the lower end model for like 800 bucks or something like does that that includes all the versions of the Max. Every
0: all Macs, even the crazy and then, ones. That, that is really actually
2: accurate. kind of surprising. Now that I think about it. Right. Yeah. I just know so many people with Apple watches that you know, like.
0: Yeah. Well, no. well, think about this. So the iPhone. So we're looking just at the last quarter of revenue, right? Just so out of sixty-four billion dollars in revenue, forty billion went to iPhones. What goes with iPhones and Apple Watch? Everything changes when you get an Apple Watch. Once you get one, you get your notifications on there. Health tracking is phenomenal. I mean, every like once. So it's such a great pairing with the iPhone that when the iPhone revenue continues to go up, whatever goes best with the iPhone Uh, would likely go up as well. Right now you have the Mac and the iPad. Those don't necessarily go with the iPhone that well. A lot of people might never even touch a Mac and they just only use Windows or they have no use for a tablet. So in that case, just by association, that's not going to go up when iPhones go up. And the price point, too, of a, like a starting MacBook, while 800 is better than it was in pr- prior years, like for some of the base level models, it's still very expensive. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are just not even going to think about it. it. Even with the iPads, too, for a tablet, they just might not have the use case for it anymore. So to me, it's not surprising at all. Uh, but... They're the using iPads the term. are the most
1: surprising, I would say. Yeah. Like that, it's so but, close. I feel like that's like a luxury product for sure. It is.
0: But, I w- yeah, it is surprising how high it is that it's right there with the Mac. But I think one thing that's important that we didn't mention here, so we're using wearables. And when you think of wearable, you're, we're thinking of the watches, but this includes AirPods and everyone has airpods as well so it isn't just watches it's watches airpods airpods pro whatever the max one the the crazy studio level one so that's all included in there too so when you think of it that way it's probably uh, it makes a little bit more sense And,
1: and and this like figure that you gave is just from hardware right this this isn't even factoring in all their service
0: no not at all this doesn't include anything with like uh, Apple care, anything with Apple plus, you know, and as everyone's very excited about. With Apple TV and their hit show, Ted Lasso, which we touched oh, yes. on last episode. So I was kind of joking about it, but Ted Lasso just killed it at the Emmys. They got an insane amount of awards. Uh, apparently, everyone loves Ted Lasso. Tim Cook was right to lead with it in the Apple keynote we talked about on the last episode. I yeah, mean, you guys really, were shitting on Ted Lasso last week. I mean, it's not a bad show. I just didn't get into it, but it, it just it felt so underwhelming watching this event live. And it's like, Ted Lasso, in your yeah, face.
1: It's pretty dry. I mean, maybe it's because like the Emmys were coming up and maybe like yeah. it was a precursor to that. And I'm just like not into pop culture or something, but. You're
0: into pop culture, you liar. What are you talking about?
1: I mean, maybe not like, you know, uh, television and like, I don't know what's typically going on in pop culture.
0: Did
2: you know, you, you knew what glizzies were, didn't you?
1: No, I was on the team that was kind of like, I thought like glizzies were like, most definitely penises not like actually hot dogs but also (laughs) like a subtle it can also be used that way though i think right yeah but like i thought it was like a hundred percent for sure penises
0: uh and for anyone that's quite confused (laughs) we had a prior episode where we revealed that we didn't know what the term glizzy meant uh which means a hot dog uh by the way but it can be referred to other things but yeah I, i would say novice you do have some pop culture knowledge you have to give yourself a little bit uh more credit there thank you you're welcome you yeah. It my self esteem. I know. Usually I do the opposite on the podcast, but I, I'm feeling a little nice today. You know, I'm just, yeah, thanks, I don't man. know. Maybe thanks. it's these hard seltzers. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. They'd be hitting different. You know what I'm saying?
2: Is it a nooner or did you downgrade to a claw?
0: Well, I don't have a claw. I have these things called Cigar City Seltzers. Oh, okay. Um, they're not yeah, bad. You're, you're different. Yeah, there's some brewery. I don't know. Whatever. Don't yeah, no, that's,
2: that's a well known brewery. Mm-hmm. They've got the High Oh, they're Hi- the yeah. ones that
0: make High Life? Yes. I didn't. Even, oh, that's right. That's I, actually I did know that. They had the big cigar on it. All right. So yeah. So Ted Lasso, Emmy's name a better combo. You can. Apparently, they just stole the show. But actually, apparently not. Apparently, the the show that brought home the most wins it was The Crown on Netflix. Either of you watched The Crown? Have you? I feel like Gary has. I feel like you said that I feel that like once. Gary would watch. No,
2: it. I have not. Uh, my wife uh, has watched The Crown. I don't know mm-hmm. if she's up on the latest season. Okay. Um, I started the first season and it was just a little too dry and stuffy for my taste. But I see. yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that's going to be one of the things that I'm going to agree to watch on this podcast. I, I don't think I'm going to go that far.
0: Well, you already promised to watch Twilight. Uh, for yeah, listeners. yeah. Actually, I watched 15
2: you. minutes of the first one, and uh, I don't know. I know I promised I'm going to get through it, but I think it's going to be a challenge. It's not as It doesn't seem as fun as Harry Potter. You know, Harry Potter was an easy watch. Twilight is exhausting. It's like...
0: You watched 15 minutes, dude.
2: Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) I probably haven't given it a fair shot, but it's like, there's no humor to kind of cut the tension. It's like... In the
0: first 15 minutes. it, It takes itself so seriously. The girl. In the first the girl's
1: name again? The 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 main. Hey, t- tell me a little bit about the seriousness. I have watched zero Twilight, so you've watched more Twilight than I have.
2: So I know all, basically. I know Kristen Stewart is the main chick, and then there's two dudes, and it's like a love triangle, and they're like, of one of them's oh, a vampire, wow. and one's a werewolf. So I know I know that going in. I know the basics. Me too. So, I was introduced to both of these dudes in the first 15 minutes of movie number one. First of all, the the guy who's more tan has long hair, apparently. Taylor Lautner. Yeah. I didn't know that. And he looks super weird with long hair. But anyway, it's just – so when she met the other guy, Edward, <laughs> right? She goes into the class <laughs> that he's in and the, and it's just like a long like zooming pan of her face and then a long – like zoom in on his face and then another zoom for good measure on her face and then another dramatic zoom on it's like i'm rolling my eyes sitting there watching the movie and i'm only 15 minutes in like honestly i wow, was
1: just this like is reminiscent of when i first met charlie <laughs> yeah we <laughs> locked eyes i was at
0: my desk you were at your desk i looked you would look away but then you look back immediately we'd love see
2: if you're
1: still looking
2: Charlie was we trying clicked. to hide his vampire fangs from you. To oh, oh no, it had nothing to do
0: with Twilight. This was oh. all just pure chemistry, baby. You know that's right. Yeah, I started clicking frantically on Google Chrome tabs. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I opened up Excel. I pretended to do reporting, but I, I just kept looking, as did he. So anyway, and, uh, I
2: I. I, I I'm hey, sorry. I that was not done there. with my story. It seems like you were done. It seems like you were petering out. But please, I, I was absolutely petering out. Please, okay.
0: please save me. No, I was going to say I was
2: literally contemplating just looking online for the cliff notes of Twilight movies so that I could like act like I watched it. But
1: uh, I'm being honest. You shouldn't have said that out loud. I'm yeah. being honest. Um, Gary's no, not a liar.
2: No, I yeah, I I didn't have an intention of watching Harry Potter, but I made good on that and. uh I intend to make good on Twilight, although it's going to be a little bit tougher. I don't
1: need I to watch Twilight, right? This is just a Gary thing.
0: Uh, Novice, I believe you need to watch Twilight. What? Why? Yep, it's just happened. It's just happened oh, right now.
1: I should have just cut my <laughs> mouth
0: shut. Yeah, we, I was about to move on. Uh-oh, That's enough Twilight man. talk. I had some stats about the Emmys. I still have those stats. But you How, about, you have if to Nofis,
2: watch- how about if Novice watches The Crown? How about that instead
0: of Twilight? Oh no! I don't care about Novice watching the Crown. Everyone's watching the Crown. They just bought home seven Emmys. I, why would I care about that? I mean, I don't know. Friday. I don't
2: know why you care about me watching Twilight. Honestly, I so the audience cares about
0: too. it. The audience cares you mean, about it. We can want you your, put up a poll. You your synopsis. We, we, put we up, already put up a poll. A poll on what? Yeah, the poll. Whether I should Gary. finish Twilight. I feel. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not putting up a secondary yeah. poll. Like. <laughs> All right,
2: fine. God damn it! I'll finish Twilight at some point. Very good. Within within
0: two weeks. Uh, maybe i don't know uh, one fortnight i, I can t- all i'm asking for I'll is finish. one fortnight
2: i'll finish one movie within two weeks How
1: about that that's, i think that's, that's, fair. that's fair that's
0: fair yeah that's, yeah that's fine one Fifteen
2: movie. minute increments
1: yeah oh shit does that mean i have to also finish this within two weeks correct all right so right. for
0: what you've seen though are you team edward or team jacob um i think i would go
2: with uh Jacob is the guy with who's like more tan, right? The werewolf with the long guy. hair and yeah. what you see. Yeah, you're I would seeing, go with yes. him. I would go with him. Nice. Okay. Edward seems a little uppity.
0: I, like, I don't. I don't really. Yeah,
2: I don't care yeah, for him.
0: I see. Well, going back to the Emmys. So this these were Emmys were held in person. Do you guys did you guys watch this? Do you guys know anything about what happened at the Emmys?
1: Um, I saw some uh, you know people posting about outfits. Um, and you're I not think... confusing
0: that with the Met Gala,
1: right? Which oh, also my oh my god! Yes. Okay, very
0: good. Yeah, okay. I mean, so people wear outfits popular. to the Emmys as well, but um, the Met Gala is surely what you're thinking of.
1: Absolutely, like the one
0: with AOC and like the the thing on her, like on the back uh, yeah, of the dress. Is, that, that yeah, exactly. yeah. You're definitely thinking of the Met Gala. Very good. Yeah,
2: AOC had a great dress at the Emmys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Great. Well, that that was all over. To be fair. I don't I don't know shit about the Emmys either. I I didn't watch it at all. It said tax the rich on the back of her thing in like big letters, almost in like the same type of font that like says eat more chicken for Chick-fil-A. Like blood. So, yeah. th- that I saw. No, no, that saw. Not, well, not, not blood. blood <laughs> there was no, it, no, no blood was involved it, here. I mean it looked
2: like blood though. It gave the appearance. Did of it blood. look
0: like blood? I, mean,
2: I felt like it did. I, Maybe
0: that wasn't well, any, I don't know. Well, anyways, I'm at the Ebbies. Uh I don't know what Cedric the Entertainer's been up to lately, but he was the host of the Ebbies, apparently, so good for him. Uh, and we talked about, uh, the crown getting the most things, Ted Lasso, uh, just having an insane time, but you know what really sucks? Like this has to be depressing. The Handmaid's Tale, the love show on Hulu, probably one of their flagship shows. They had 21 nominations. So I didn't even know there were 21 awards at the Emmys. I I mean, I, I I didn't watch, but they had 21 nominations and they came away with zero wins. Not a single win. Fucked. Exactly. F's in, F's in
2: the chat for Handmaid's yeah, Tale. Yeah, F's in
0: the chats for Handmaid's Tale. You know, our condolences. That's what happened at the Emmys. We were wrong about Ted Lasso. Everyone loves Ted Lasso. Everyone loves the crown. Cedric the Entertainer's thriving. I mean, it's just what it is. I know, know everybody you know, nice everybody
2: was cool. super excited to hear our recap of the Emmys. So there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gary, you will not believe how many people messaged me and were like, Did you see that the Emmys just happened? And I was like, I had no clue. And I was like, "I need Gary Mann's take on the Emmys." And I said, "You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, we man. got you this week.
2: I don't we watch, watch award you. shows really. I really don't. I mean sometimes maybe the Oscars, like I'll, I'll watch yeah. it when it's like the best movie, the best picture or whatever. Yeah. Um, like I'll just like watch it at the very end, but that's about it.
0: yeah yeah, or definitely. like a little recap or something.
2: or maybe like some that. of the maybe some of the like musical performances at the Grammys, that's another thing. yeah.
1: Netflix did good. Uh, they did a very good job. What, what what other than uh, the what? crown,
2: what, what uh did well from Netflix.
1: <laughs> Click that link as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here do you see me Like I see, all I see you in the talk frantically <laughs> clicking the link. I'm sitting here highlighting all of it, uh raking
0: oh, it. Oh yeah, anymore. I didn't even have the thing up. Well now uh, I'm the curious. Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Oh, that, that was, was a good great. show. That was oh, a great show.
1: that was a good show. We could all agree there. Good show, everyone loved that. that during the pandemic. A wonderful oh, pandemic yeah. show. Uh, was that big really
2: in the last year? Is is this for 2020? Was that 2020? pandemic really?
1: Yeah, that was 2020. Wait,
2: this this covers the calendar year 2020. The Emmys.
1: Fuck if I know. Is that how that shit? I guess I I don't know how this shit works. It seems bro. a little late, doesn't it? Uh, yes, I'm so good at pop culture.
2: <laughs> Apple TV Plus prevails with lasso all
0: right so we we know that uh ted lasso and the crown delivered a lot of awards for their respective companies uh but you know what will be happening later this year which is actually very surprising to me i didn't know we were here yet in terms of the technology uh you know we are going to see driverless delivery service in three u.s cities Uh, starting to deliver services to people in their homes uh, without a driver there, no delivery driver, from Walmart. So Walmart is teaming up with Ford. uh, It's some self-driving startup called Argo AI. I don't know anything about them, but I have good news. It's going to be in three cities later this year, this calendar year, Miami, Austin, and Washington. So... We might actually be able to get a driverless delivery. I don't know if it's Miami DMA, or if it's only the city of Miami, that I don't know. But I really didn't think we were at the point where within this calendar year, we were going to have driverless delivery services available to us. Like they're always testing it. You know, you hear yeah. like all these stories, like someone crashed into one of them and like everyone's going nuts, even though the percentage is like extremely low and it was one situation.
1: This but sounds far-fetched I was kind of surprised. Yeah, it's like Miami – doesn't seem like the place it's going to work out well. Uh, Washington, D.C. is also stressful to drive. I do not know what the driving is like in Austin, so I have no take on that. Oh, no,
0: it ain't good in Austin, dude. It, it it's is? overpopulated
1: okay. down in Austin. Yeah. That's... Oh, man, another hot spot. So I mean, I feel like this is for Buzz. It can't be like that legit. I don't believe it. I'm calling bullshit. This,
2: this is surprising to me that they're using the AI from like a startup company to do this because I thought Tesla was still working on like – you know, with like regulators to get like self-driving, like full self-driving cars, um, like allowed on roads. Right. Or am I crazy? Because you don't you don't You're see not crazy. cars without drivers like that was an, that was going to be like one of the features of Tesla, like the summon where you can be literally across the country, click a button and your car will drive to you it will drive itself to you, but that's well, not happening. The country's yet.
1: kind of strong. You it's got to stop. A couple that's what he said that's what, Elon said. that's what he
0: said. <laughs> why, why are you traveling across the country to summon your Tesla? For I'm just stop? saying I mean,
2: he's, <laughs> he said it was pot. It would be possible.
0: I, I think Tesla in, in terms of being able to push that out to a consumer, like one of us, that that still is going through regulations. But when you're talking about businesses and testing capacities, that's actually been going on for a while in certain cities where it's been approved, and these three cities, it's been approved for Walmart using a Ford vehicle that must be autonomous in some way, some electric vehicle. And then Argo is going to be powering that. So I think that's the self-driving like a- aspect that was approved because it's still in a testing phase. And they also, within Miami and Austin only, uh, with Lyft, they have a deal, both Ford and Argo as well, later this year, where they're actually going to have Lyft driving like or Lyft rides that are self-driving in Miami and Austin. So that's also pretty interesting that we're already to the point where we might see uh, some type of services like that already doing real self-driving, no Uber driver to, uh, to have fun with or or see awkward conversations with, or they screenshot videos or for me to uh, be belligerent with uh, all things we've referenced on past episodes. But yeah, I, I'm a little skeptical like you, Novice. I'm surprised if this actually gets pushed out this year, but they seem pretty confident. I mean, it seems like it's it's good to go, uh, from what I'm reading here in Bloomberg.com, which appears to be uh, you know quite a reputable source.
1: Just imagine like how much more traffic there'd be if there was just like people who are getting all this stuff delivered. like in cars all the time. You're like, what the hell? I could never get to work. That is true. I didn't think of that. I mean, maybe it'll be at night. Who knows? I mean, that's why drones should be big, right? Because drones can at least be maybe in the airspace and not taking up that kind of traffic, but be hilarious.
2: I I feel like this is where it's going to end up eventually, though, right? Like delivery services and like Uber type services that it's all going to be like full self-driving cars doing that stuff.
1: Eventually. So I feel like at That's some the point, like, yeah, I feel like, some, like at a certain point, like there's going to be less of a need to like then own a car, right? Because then you'll be able to utilize some sort of vehicle or crowdsource vehicles and be able to get around because at that point, then it's going to be, there's going to be too many vehicles on the road to be able to get around to places. So uh, hopefully it becomes sustainable. But before it reaches that sort of critical mass, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> there's gonna be a problem of too many things well they around. do
2: they do already have like a crowdsource type thing for cars like in new york city i know when i when i visited my brother in brooklyn they have like similar to how you would like rent a little like bike or like a scooter you know in a in a metropolitan yeah. area they have oh, cars the it. it's like a little smart car yeah that, you know, yeah you pay
1: by the mile yeah, I thought that yeah, was that. new york city's yeah. been great all these years wonderful place to drive <laughs>
0: but one other thing too with this story so I think, Novice, you brought it up how Miami and D.C. are terrible cities to drive around. Uh, very risky for these services. But Argo, they're like, we don't care. We know it's risky. That's how good our A.I. is, baby. They picked okay. actually more populated areas to start this with. Uh, they you know, know that it's congested. so I like the fucking heavy attitude. Play. That's right. Heavy play by Argo. They're confident in their product. I mean, they're partnering with Lyft in, in Walmart and Ford. So, I mean, it must be good. It's not like they partnered with some random thing like XL Fleet or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, XL Fleet, not a big deal. My best investment this year.
0: Yeah. An uh, office and I both bought XL's Fleet flo- uh, stock and, uh, what is it down? Is it down 80% from when we bought it? Uh, we somewhere for what between, reason?
1: Uh, it's down like 60 to 70%. Uh, right. something like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: I invested uh, half as much as Novice did just for the record.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> the six hundred forty dollars uh, that I got from this settlement may help with some of these losses, but not a hundred percent.
0: Not not even at all. But anyways, uh you know, yes we I'm excited to see if this actually ends up happening. I would love to be uh, in one of these like lift rides like that, that just has drivers. just see how it goes. I, I'm not someone that's like scared of that type of stuff. Like I would love to be like an early adopter of it, but it, I, I just didn't think we'd see this so soon. It's been talked about a lot. Gary's laughing.
2: I'm just looking at the chart for XL Fleet. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious.
0: Contain your laughter. (laughs) Its highest peak is probably the last that I bought.
2: (laughs) December 2020, it hit $32 and 59 cents. That's what
0: we bought. We're about eighteen. We were around eighteen.
2: Okay, well, it's at six dollars (laughs) and sixteen cents. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're you're down about sixty, seventy percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're, we're living large, baby.
1: Should have really set those fucking stop losses like the damn group told us to do, but I literally I
0: literally said I should set the stopwatch and I don't know what I did. I just stop didn't do watch. it. <laughs> this yeah. I know. I was I'm just yeah, saying, if you set the stopwatch
1: on your iPhone or just your Apple Watch, it'll never yeah. tell you to turn it off. I'm just letting you know, it'll just go don't invest right. money
2: that you're not willing to lose. If you guys are willing to lose it, you're going to get right, a bunch yeah. of settlements from uh Robinhood,
0: then you're good to go. Exactly, you could just cash out that way, baby. Yeah, you know, a lot of our trending tech talked about Apple. Uh, you were hoping that any of our listeners don't have Apple fatigue. We do promise. Uh, Because we've had a lot of Apple episodes lately. It's kind of Apple season right now. A lot of updates have happened with Apple. Uh, We had keynotes. We had new hardware. We have new software now. So we are going to get into iOS 15 a bit here and just some of those new features that are available as of yesterday or earlier this week. But we just want to say we acknowledge that we haven't touched on Android too much. We're going to be looking out there for Android news. We'll bring it up. We're not complete Android haters. Uh, at least publicly on this podcast, privately, absolutely hate Android. But Novice <laughs> and I have this commitment. Gary, I am just going
1: to assume, also has this commitment for Android users. Is this correct? I'm going to speak for myself here and say um, I'm not an Android hater. Um, I'm just a hater on the Liar. green bubbles. Um, if you got yeah. green bubbles, like get fucked. But like, as far as how the phone goes, phones have great hardware. Uh, and honestly, I am so behind on the software uh, I really want to catch up, and honestly, if you are very well versed in Android, um, just software or the devices in general, hit us up. Maybe you'd be a perfect guest on the podcast to let us know. I, you know, I hear all the time about you know a new feature Apple's come out with, and uh, you know that's been implemented, and Android users have had it for so long. So I'd love to have some discourse there and really see maybe the differences in the way things have been implemented and you know the way the phones work.
0: Yeah, I would love if someone just told us we're stupid. You know, like, yeah, like you guys are all excited about this. You know, we have Androids had this forever. You guys shouldn't even be hyped. Please let us know. But Gary, do we have your commitment also to cater to Android users? Uh, Yes, absolutely. 100%. Great. Sounds extremely confident. Uh, I love it. I put a lot of thought into this. You really did. I, I know you've been really worried about this. I, I would also like to see how worried have you been with downloading the iOS 15 update, which just came out this week? Have have you gotten it yet? You know, in the past, you've taken uh, actually years to upgrade to the latest iOS and be uh, devoid of any new features yeah. that all your friends have. So ha- you know, have you got it yet? Have we pushed you?
2: I think I'm still acclimating to the iOS 14 updates and... uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> so lazy, oh yeah, really adjusting. Having a tough time with replying to threaded messages. Like, oh no, this is threaded so messages useful. are great,
2: by the way, great. um Yeah, I I kind of regret being behind the times on that, but it doesn't seem like there's anything that <laughs> revolutionary about iOS 15. So Fire. I'm probably again going to be behind the times uh until I can find the patience to go through and clear out enough space on my phone to like do this update.
1: You know, Gary, I, I will say this. Um, if you go on the internet, there's a lot of criticism about this latest iOS. Uh, and it's very similar to what you just said. Uh, doesn't seem like there's a whole lot in this package been, you know, released, not, you know, massive updates. Uh, and, and I would agree with that, at least to a certain degree. But I think I'm also, I, I like little refreshes like this. I like it when things aren't massively different. Um, because I don't think anyone likes to have to go through the motions of trying to relearn new things or, you know, actually figure out how their freaking phone works again. Uh, I think there's a lot of aesthetic updates that, you know, make me very happy about it. Just simple stuff about the way notifications come in, you see people's pictures by them. Uh, honestly, I think it was Charlie who kind of like got me prepared for iOS 15 by starting to get pictures of people I communicate with the most.
0: Yeah, so... I think just to kind of touch on that a little bit, so I guess, in, yeah, like the updates aren't extremely drastic, right? Like, it's not like a completely new operating system like Windows 11 is going to be to Windows 10, right? However, you know, why would you need to completely rehaul iOS? iOS 14 had a lot of brand new features. You know, Gary's still trying to get adjusted to them. But (laughs) iOS 15 (laughs) is really perfecting these features and making just everything such a great user experience. Like, why would – who cares about notifications? Like, if you told me, like, oh, they're really going to revamp notifications – Like, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, it's a notification. But trust me, notifications are so much nicer now. You hold down on a notification, the options you get, the way they group together. I love it. They're just aesthetically pleasing. They don't interrupt you. I mean, it's everything they've done with notifications. Just It it feels satisfying when you get these notifications and how you're able to interact with them.
2: Charlie, you're making me realize, I think, that none of these changes are anything that you realize you want until, like, you see it implemented. Like my, cause there's nothing wrong with the phone right now, but like once you do that update, like, yes, like I said, now threaded messages, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. So like, it's how like, did I live without it's this? It's little oh quality of life changes that you don't even realize you are it's, living without. Speaking
1: of threaded messages, I think it was like TikTok that just recently put out an update that had threaded messages. And before that was there, this is in like the last two weeks. I don't have it.
0: You have to – I don't – I checked my updates. I don't have an update. I don't have threaded messages. Delete, no, you, you have me to me delete this. the
1: app, re-download it. What it the definitely hell? is there. I'm replying right, to you in threaded messages and you're like, "I, you, we should have this here. And I was like, no, it's new. It literally came out in the like last week. Okay, well, that I'll figure yeah. that out. But Once like, you have threaded messages, you can't go back ever again.
0: It's, it's so annoying when people don't use them or have them or an app doesn't have them. But, but yeah, Gary, the notifications are great. The way that they have the contact or the app photos or just app information in there and how everything's grouped is just extremely satisfying. It's definitely going to make me want to make sure I have contact photos for anyone I communicate with regularly. I've, I've already kind of been moving that direction, but there's just something so aesthetically pleasing with how they've done this. So I really do enjoy it. But when it comes to notifications, that actually kind of spearheads one of their bigger features, which is called focus. So we did uh, talk a little bit about this on our, one of our first episodes of Gary. I, I think that was um, episode two where we were talking about all. Of the, so a lot of these updates we did talk about back then, but now they're here. We actually have seen them and people have used them. So focus and there's focus is created by default, but essentially what it does is you can very quickly go on your phone, go to the control center just by swiping down from the top right area at any time. And it's where you set like do not disturb, you have other settings like your camera, like there's a bunch of stuff there in the control center, but you also have access to the focus modes. And you can set just like do not disturb, but it's kind of just much more robust. You can have focus modes for work, uh, for studying, for school, Uh, you can create custom ones. And essentially what a focus mode does is it makes your phone have custom notification rules for what you're currently doing. So like what you're focusing on. So, Novus, I, I have you experimented with this at all yet? I, I know I've seen some notifications from you that have indicated it a little bit.
1: No, so I actually haven't played with it much at all. Um, but I think from that you know previous episode, I believe you said it was episode two. This is the feature I was looking out for the most. So, one, I think the like this is where me being an Apple fanboy is like it's going to be very interesting for me. I've got the Apple Watch, the iPad, the iPhone, and The way I utilize these devices, I kind of use them for different purposes. And especially throughout the day, I will hide certain app notifications because then I will specifically use a device to look at it. So I'm not getting bombarded by stuff. But I also don't want to miss specific things. Uh, I think these profiles are going to completely change the way I actually use everything altogether. The
0: focus mode is going to limit your notifications. It's going to limit disruptions. It's going to customize all these things as well, right? And you can actually have control of that. So let's just say that you set it on work mode, but you customize work mode and you say, hey, you know what? I'm in work mode, but if my wife, significant other, uh, one of my good friends, my parents, if they contact me, I want to get those and calls. Anyone else, send them to the voicemail. Don't give me a notification. So you can customize all of those things. What Nofis is referring to is Apple provides you with a pre-filled list of people it feels that you may think, Oh, wow, these are people that I should let through because I talk to them so much. I think a lot of the things in iOS 15 that are really interesting is kind of integrations between apps and just the accessibility to get things that are shared with you. And that's literally what they called one of their new features, which is shared with you. So when somebody sends you photos, a link to something, a video, whatever it is, now when you look at someone's contact card, or there's a so many other areas just can actually show up too. like when you're searching within your phone or your iPad or whatever it is, you'll see everything that's been shared with you. It's easy reference points to it. And one thing I really love, let's just say an sends in a group chat, maybe like a link or an image or a video. Uh, but I, I see myself using this more for links. I'm like, wow, this and is it- really interesting, but I, I don't want to read this right now. You can actually pin it you sorry. can pin the, the actual it. thing
1: what sorry I said I spoiled it I, I had like said it earlier while you were saying it. I got so excited what did you say it uh, just keep going ahead don't worry just pretend like I didn't say anything what <laughs> <laughs> while you were talking and you were describing it I said yeah you could pin it
0: oh just, yeah I, I didn't even hear that can't
1: oh, okay, I didn't hear good. that
0: either okay great so so fucking eh. <laughs>
2: no just fucking just take it out yo just
1: take roll it, it back it. <laughs> just roll it back charlie's
2: in the middle of talking and you just hey sir, no charlie wait 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 yeah just keep going just keep going
0: <laughs> just roll it back <laughs> I'm so stupid. well anyways um yeah. And so when you pin anything that someone sends you in a message, then whenever you go and you look at that message or you look at like the details area, it'll be pinned up the top and you could read it later. It'll remind you all throughout your phone through Siri, et cetera. So there's a lot of interesting things with the shared with you functionality. Uh, you'll see it much more on your phone or once you upgrade, just things that people shared with you. And like when you open up Safari, it might say, Hey, Gary recently sent you a link to XYZ website. You may want to open this. You might be right. I might want to open it. So there's a lot of stuff within their, their new system, their new iOS that, that really is just intuitive and really trying to predict what would be the most useful thing to enhance your experience.
1: Uh, I like that you mentioned the pinning like right off the bat, like that's the first thing I noticed. And I, it's actually because I went um, recently into like, you know, a contact just to like find a link. And I was like, Oh wow. I'm so glad these are grouped this way. But you know, you in particular, if I go through the stuff that we send each other, it's not something I can usually just have, you know, someone right behind me publicly seeing all the stuff that I see you, uh, like send to you. So knowing that I can just pin things for easy access is great um, to keep things a little bit more private. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, you just mentioned Safari, um, you know, things that, you know, the AI is going to be pulling in from other apps. Uh, but Safari had a really big refresh, too. Um, and I think the, the 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 thing that most people are going to notice right off the bat is just like the address bar is at the bottom, which is yeah. great. Um, I love I it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's going to be. I mean, if you have some time where if you feel like you're going to need to get used to this, I I'm surprised. Um, I just feel like it's naturally where you want your hand to be. It's it, it makes it a lot easier to use your phone one handed, especially with a lot of these like like the iPhone like you know, 13 Pro or whatever the Pro models are that are really large. I don't know. I have a small hand. I feel like I would have to then like use my other hand to like click at the top of the address bar or something. Now I was going to say like, that sounds right super
2: weird, but that that makes a lot of sense. That's- exactly. Yeah.
0: Just yeah. think about when you're opening up Safari, like this is these are the one of the things that, like once you use it and you have it, you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. It's like because you use Safari so much if you're on your phone a lot and you have to look things up. But rather than having to use two hands, put maybe your index finger, click up on top, like the address bar, stop ty- start typing at the bottom again with your keyboard. It's all at the bottom, one-handed, just like Knopf has said. So it's such a easy functionality to have yeah. there. And,
1: and it's a part – go ahead. And, and what's funny there is like when you, when you notice it, it's definitely aesthetically different. And yeah. it will call out to you because you're used to seeing what a web page looks like. But it immediately feels natural. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, in Apple fashion, um, they kind of changed a lot of things up and kind of navigated more towards gestures. So one, you can kind of swipe up from the bottom and it'll get you into sort of this, uh, you know, you can see all the tabs that you have open. You can swipe to, I believe it's the left and you can swipe into a previous tab, swipe forward. I believe that creates a new tab to then start searching in. So there's a lot of new little functionality that just feels a lot more natural when you're on the go. Um. You know, I think, you know, in normal fashion, people are going to find it like a little strange. It's almost like when I figured out that you could swipe from like the left side of the screen to the right and that would make you go backwards a page, um, like go backwards in general in your browser, like going forward and back. Um, When people start feeling these sort of like very intuitive gestures, it's going to like make things feel a lot better just in Safari instead of like clicking all the way in the bottom right or on the bottom left. You can do a lot of these things without looking at your phone.
0: Yeah, with, with Safari being such a important integrated app on most iPhones, uh, it, it can't. It, it, I feel like this is underrated. Like when, At least to me, it was underrated when I first heard about these features before I tried it out. But like what Nafis said right now, so a lot of apps right now, you can swipe from the left to go back to something, swipe right to go back forward to something. Uh, and that's functionality that's taken from a lot of different apps, right? But Instagram, for example, like I didn't even realize just intuitively that you can do that on Instagram until way more recently than I probably should have. Like if you like click on a profile, you click into certain things, you can easily just go back just by swiping left from the screen. So now Safari has adopted functionality that's available in a lot of other apps. And this is reminiscent of when we talked about keyboard shortcuts, where it's like, okay, you know what? Keyboard shortcuts might be very similar in a lot of different apps and you can actually interchangeable. It's almost like uh, app developers or 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 applica- anything like on a computer, or on a phone, they're creating almost this universal language of what are keyboard shortcuts that should have a similar function across different applications. You're finding the same with mobile applications now when it comes to gestures that you use on a smartphone with a touch screen. So this is definitely something I think is huge. People are going to like it once they realize how to actually leverage it within Safari. Uh, It does make the experience a lot easier to go back, go forward, open a new tab. Uh, There's a lot with Safari that's been updated. So I I think that's something as people play around in there, they're really going to enjoy.
1: Absolutely. Before we go on, and one thing I want to mention that I just think is super funny. You mentioned Instagram, Charlie. Um, Now, I'm going to switch over just for a moment to iPad. But if you have an iPad, um, I, I wasn't even sure if this actually came out with the latest iOS until Charlie mentioned it to me. But if you use Instagram on iPad, you can now use Instagram horizontally when you're holding your iPad in like landscape mode. So anyone who doesn't have an iPad, essentially, if you have like your iPad on a, like a docked keyboard or something and you want to look at Instagram, you're going to turn your neck to the side because it's in portrait mode. Uh, So either you take it out of the case or you hold it like in another angle, which is super annoying. It just makes like it unusable. And you'd be wondering like why, like iPads have been out for so long. You think Instagram would be able to work fine on an iPad, especially like in the position that most people are using it with, with a keyboard, that's changed. And I think it's hilarious that it's come out with this iOS update. Um, I don't know why but I'm glad they did
2: it. That seems super overdue. I don't have an iPad, but I'm surprised yeah. that they right. <laughs> make it, that it change. Seems cool. so,
0: so the problem is a lot of apps were not uh, making iPad versions of their apps, but you could Makes still sense. download the iPhone version. And those could only be done in the same type of viewing you know, system as like you know, like an iPhone, right? Instead of like just on an iPad. So now it seems like iOS 15 has made it easier to say, you know what? Not every app developer is going to do this. We're just going to do it for you, which is <laughs> awesome.
1: And it makes sense. Um, So Facebook is really big on this. So like, Facebook doesn't have a WhatsApp uh, iPad app. It doesn't have an Instagram iPad app. Doesn't really have. It might have a Messenger one. Um, It does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only one it really has. But it doesn't support the other ones. And it's really because then they have to put a lot of development power behind this. But there's probably a very small subset of users across the billions of people that are actually using these apps to then develop for. So I get what they're doing here, but I'm glad Apple's kind of gone through the motions of making it, okay, a lot more iPad-friendly for, you know, the apps that aren't being developed for it.
0: Yeah. Cool. So I think one other thing on Safari, uh, just to touch on really quickly, uh, before we kind of move on to some of the other things with iOS. Uh, So, you know, when you're using Google Chrome or Safari on kind of like a Mac laptop or desktop you have extensions, right? Extensions are very important with web browsing. There's a lot of different extensions. You can actually now have these on your iPhone now. Safari has extensions available. So if you use extensions a lot for Chrome or Safari on like a laptop or a computer, somewhere where it's more conventionally used, you may want to look into what extensions are now available on your phone. And a lot of developers are making things that actually make the browsing experience much better on your phone. So that's something that's huge that wasn't there before. It's definitely going to help a lot of people out with very specific use cases. Uh, But I thought that was interesting that they had that too.
1: I think it's cool. I just have no idea right off rip, like what I would actually put since I just, it's not been there before. Um, Like extensions just on like a mobile browser. So it, it could be a game changer. It could be something I don't even think about.
0: Yeah. So a lot of the, so beyond Safari, a lot of the native Apple apps have gotten a really big lift. Uh, One that I think is really cool, and I think this is one that's kind of going around social media a lot. I've seen this on TikTok actually already quite a bit, is any photo that you take on your phone, you can now use your camera to read text. And what that means is if you have a photo or if you even just have your camera up and you're looking at text, you can copy and paste with your finger the text from the photo and you can then paste it into something else. So if you – let's say, for example, I think a lot of people do this. It always drives me crazy when I go to someone's house and this is the case. You're like, hey, I need the Wi-Fi password. And you're like, oh, I don't know what it is. It's like on the back of the router. And you got to go to the back of the router and it's like this long code because they never change it from the generic one that Comcast, AT&T, whoever gave
1: you. I hate you if you do this, which is most yeah. Scary.
0: Yeah, if you do this, come on. <laughs> just, just figure it out. It's not that hard. I mean, but <laughs> – you can now, let's say, the person doesn't want to figure it out. Fine, I'll go to the router. I'll take a picture of this dumb little thing on the back of the router, this long code. I can just copy and paste it right into anything I want now. I can copy and paste it into a text, copy and paste it right into the settings. So that's one very specific use case, but this is extremely useful. And I've seen also too on social media, people have already started just within a couple of days. You're at a college lecture, exam, or even high school. I don't know. There's notes on a PowerPoint up on the screen from a oh sense. You just so much take sense. a photo of that bad boy, copy and paste it right into a Word doc. You're good to wow. go, baby. Notes taken. It's so it's it could be Holy with handwriting, shit. it could be with anything. I've played around a little bit with it, just with some photos that had text on my phone. It works with tattoos, it works with anything. I mean, it's insane. So it's it's actually really cool AI. I think a lot of people are gonna leverage it and it'll be something that over time people will be like, Oh, I could just take a photo of this and copy and paste the text. It's just gonna take some time to start remembering that you can actually
1: leverage it. These new devices with these neural engines, they're going hard. Neural engines, baby. That's
2: crazy. I was I was wrong about there not being any revolutionary changes because that's pretty damn
0: cool.
1: It is revolutionary. Uh- That one's low key. So I knew about this one and we discussed it in the previous episode. But honestly, the router example Charlie gave is such a key one. I feel like that happens a lot more than like people realize just like little stuff. When people send me a picture of something, I'm just like, why couldn't you just take like two extra seconds to write it out? But Like now they don't need to. Now they can actually just like paste it to me. And I don't have to like be annoyed by them.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the first one I thought of as soon as just like, because I I remember having to take the photo of it, just so I didn't have to like walk back and forth from the router. And then I do it. Maybe I say it out loud or whatever.
1: Now, Charlie, I I have a proposition to make to you. So with this latest iOS, there was supposed to be one really key feature that was supposed to come out. uh, And it's called SharePlay. Uh, And it's supposed to work with FaceTime where you can... Um, I, I
0: will not. I I am declining your offer to watch Twilight on SharePlay uh, with one another.
1: Well, I wanted to watch it with Gary together. You know, no, I knew. I, do, I, I, I would definitely be down for that. Right? Nope, we just nope. wait. You know, wait till it comes out. You and me. There'll watch be it. some.
0: There'll be something else, but uh, sorry to cut you off there. I just knew exactly where you were going. I just I'm actually a, very just, glad you mix knew. this in the bud,
1: you know? I
2: need someone <laughs> to make fun of Twilight with me because my wife is not going to make fun of it. She's like, <laughs> hey, I, can <laughs> it.
0: I can do it. But anyways, yeah, so the office, you, you are, like? I think one of the most exciting features we talked about in episode two was SharePlay, where you can have FaceTime together. You both watch something together live in real time. You can listen to music together in real time. And there's other apps too that are approved to actually have the share play functionality. But it's not out yet. They nope. pushed it back a little bit. Wasn't quite there with this release, right?
1: Nope. Maybe 15.1. I at least yeah. hope it would be 15.1. They're waiting until the
2: pandemic is completely over to, to roll this one out.
0: Maybe. But they have rolled- have been, I'm
2: just saying this would have been useful during the pandemic.
0: Uh, yeah, but you know what they just released too, which is a little too much too late with what everything Zoom's doing, Microsoft Teams, Google, Meet, Hangout, whatever it's called now, is they now have a lot of features with FaceTime that now kind of bring them to that level. So now you can start a FaceTime call with anyone. They don't have to be an Apple user. This was never been able to be done before. So you could send a link to an Android user. You can do it on Windows computers, you just make a link like you would a Zoom link. So that's actually
2: no that is that is cool. I have something that's a big pet peeve of mine and that is when you have an Android user in a group chat and you like react to a message and it just spells out like Charlie loved this message. That would be a great thing to like get rid of. I would love that. I don't know if they could
0: even do that, but no, it's it's not something unless they Android conformed or Apple had some integration, which you're never going to do because the green text thing is, is such a huge thing culturally that people hate. It's such a driver towards Apple products. They'd be stupid to to allow Android to integrate with it. Like just just what it is. Like it would be the right decision. It would be like you absolutely know, if they were, the right decision. I it's the right sense. decision for consumers, not for business. It just sucks. So like I
2: I have several group chats where, with one Android user uh, and. Like I have stopped reacting to messages, but other people will still react to messages, and like I feel like it's it creates a, a whole new text to someone so, it, it yeah. Yeah. like you you know how it appears on my yeah. on, on my like <laughs> you so, know. yeah like you know. like for for the person, you know what you're doing for the person doing the reaction, yeah, it looks normal, whatever, but for the person on the receiving end it's it's not so fun, so
1: quick I stopped it's doing not. that, but other people have not gotten the message, I guess if you work in sales. Definitely get an iPhone. It'll help out that conversion out there when you're texting.
0: Oh, yeah. If you're texting people on a phone, and it, it, oh, man, if I get a green text, like I already I, – you ain't selling shit to me. That's for sure. But uh, FaceTime also has a few other things that Zoom has other than just being able to be used by anyone with a video or, or audio device, right? So you can now blur the background on FaceTime. They actually have some really cool features. I think a lot of Apple devices have this, and this is something we talked about in episode two, where Apple had this insane example of like, you know, this couple, you know, was they're at home, someone's on a FaceTime call, the husband comes in from the backyard with a leaf blower, he starts leaf blowing inside the house for God knows what uh, yes, reason. leaf blower. Yeah, commercial. that marriage must be on the rocks. I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, But they have these new sound modes that isolate everything except the person speaking. I haven't played around with this yet. It looks really cool. It seems to be effective from what I've read online. But that is something they've also integrated. So like things like Zoom has, like blurring your background, changing the background, being able to share links with anyone, Apple user or not. And then now these sound modes, too, which are supposedly pretty powerful based on your Apple device.
1: I feel like people are going to totally miss on the sound modes, like without a doubt. Yes, Like for sure they're going to put on like the one where it picks up more background noise and they're just going to put that out. So that way it's like more of like a conference room setting and totally forget to do that, like change it off and it's going to be there forever. Like, absolutely. I know this is going to happen.
2: Can confirm. I 100% (laughs) would do that.
0: But I think, so there's one last thing I think we want to go over before we wrap up here. This is actually interesting from a lot of different perspectives so Apple, one of the things that they push and they continue to push is the privacy of users in the empowerment of how you can you know, control your privacy and what's shared. So we've talked about tracking pixels before in a couple of different episodes and kind of how that works and how the apps you've, you've, you've all have seen this. If you use Apple devices now, like, do you want to allow Facebook to continue tracking you? Yes or no, right? They're taking that to another level here with a few different things that they have. First is the mail app. So a lot of people that are Apple users will use the Mail app. They'll just import, whether it's Outlook, Gmail, whatever it may be. And now, although this isn't on by default, users can actually select if they want to protect their mail activity or not protect their mail activity. And that's literally what the setting says. If someone finds this setting, why would you not want to protect your mail activity? The way they word this, you're definitely like, yeah, I would love to protect my mail activity. And what this will do is block tracking pixels within emails now. So now email marketers need to worry about this, much like advertisers on Facebook and other platforms with tracking pixels needed to worry about it, which we talked about in one of the previous episodes.
1: And this is particularly in the mail app?
0: Yeah. So this is in the mail app. So tracking pixels are also evident within emails. So that's how you get open rates. That's how you get if someone clicked a link. So the mail app is now has a feature, although it's not enabled by default, there's not a pop-up that comes up like with apps. This is not something that's new with iOS 15. So I'm sure they're going to continue to push on this like they did with app tracking. But yeah, it's it's definitely something that advertisers are certainly going to be a little bit worried about, especially in that email marketing realm. Uh, but that's not all they've done when it comes to privacy, right? So they also have Apple. I forget what it's called. Like when you have the Apple storage and you buy a plan, uh, but you, you can buy like maybe it's the like cloud? Apple. Yeah, cl- iCloud Plus or iCloud, something like that. So now they have something called Privacy Relay. We did touch on this a little bit in episode two, but essentially this is included with any upgraded uh, iCloud plus a, a subscription. And if you turn this on, it essentially creates a VPN for you on your phone. So you don't even need to buy a VPN. It's just Apple has a VPN. So if you go to a website, you have a VPN enabled. And this makes you anonymous online. It doesn't allow you to be tracked by certain websites. So this is something that a lot of users you know probably will like if they're in the privacy realm if they already have to pay for iCloud storage. So one something we talked about before but it's here it's part of iOS 15 it's available now.
2: Wait, so dumb question is the VPN yeah. that that would be a useful thing for privacy if you're like in a Starbucks and you're on their network or something like that or this is totally separate from like a public no that 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 would
0: absolutely that would be a use case if you're concerned about someone being able to access your phone or data being transmitted in a public place a vpn would help alleviate that okay cool and now it's built into apple with this icloud service so you could turn on privacy relay and that's essentially what it's gonna i think
2: i'll actually use that because i have icloud uh Hmm. to manage storage on my phone because that was the reason i didn't uh have ios 14 for like two years so So then you
0: better get on ios 15 if you want to leverage it
2: yeah Maybe
0: a little bit quicker than last time. But (laughs) the last last thing on this privacy note, which I actually think is very interesting, and this goes back to email marketing, is there's a feature called Hide My Email. And this will allow users to create an unlimited amount of emails on the fly whenever something asks for an email. And then Apple will automatically forward any email to your real email address. Wow, I didn't know this. Yeah, and it's all integrated within their functionality here so wait is this all in the mail app though am i
2: the only one who uses the mail app i guess so like as opposed to gmail and
1: outlook yeah it's the mail app isn't bad i'm not gonna sit here and crap on it but like i'm more like honestly i just like the outlook app a lot it's great
0: all right nath breaking news i figured out how to use hide my email on the spot right here live on the recording you go to the settings once you're on ios 15 you click icloud you tap hide my email, you tap create new address, you hit continue, then it prompts you through everything. It tells you, hey, this is what the email is going to look like. You hit continue. Where do you want the emails to forward? Now, once you have this set up, you can use that random email address when you send emails in the mail app or when you're asked to enter your email address on a website in Safari. That's pretty useful.
1: It is. Honestly, that that's great. I didn't even know that was a feature.
0: Yeah. So if you're like just trying to sign up for something randomly, you don't want to continue getting things you want to, you know, whatever, like you can go ahead and set that up. But you may be thinking, okay, so I use this random email. It's going to forward it to my regular emails. What if they start sending me spam? Great question to have, because all you do is you go back to hide my email in the settings and you deactivate that email once you no longer want to use it. And that's why with this feature, they allow you to create an unlimited amount of emails. Otherwise, it would be useless if you just have like one new email that's forwarding it. So you could say, hey, I want this email to be – let's just say you sign up for craigslist.com. You make an email account. I have no idea why you would do that. But let's say you do that. And you don't want to get emails from Craigslist after you have your missed connections post an office would post. So you would say, okay, you, maybe you'll label the email address as something Craigslist and then it forwards it to your regular one. Once you meet your connection, you can then delete deactivate that hide my email. And that email is gone forever. And nothing will ever go to your regular Gmail. Yeah, they're
1: definitely looking for that super hot guy that immediately threw up after Cycle Bar on the last <laughs> Saturday.
2: You haven't found you haven't found uh, your connection on Craigslist yet. I'm shocked. I, I'm shocked. I'm not.
0: Who, who's gonna Who's gonna reply to offices? <laughs> <come> on. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, to bring it to a wrap. Anyone who is a longtime listener knows the drill, but for our latest podcast listeners, first, come follow us on Instagram at not to be technical, reach out to us on Twitter at not to be tech, and follow us at not to be technical on TikTok. We don't have any content out there, but it's coming up soon. That's right. And last but not least, give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a follow on Apple Podcasts. And definitely go ahead and leave a review. Show us the love. And catch you on the latest episode. Stay tuned. Oh yeah, (laughs) please.